You can listen to The Professional Left on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or at our website, proleftpod.com, where you can also contribute to this podcast. There's a PayPal button at our website, where you can mail us a letter and or contribution at P.O. Box 9133, Springfield, Illinois, 62791. This is the podcast for November 9th, 2018. It's not safe for work. Recorded live from the Cornfield Resistance, where we are chopping wood and carrying water, or maybe chopping water and carrying wood, it's the professional left with Drift Glass and Blue Gal. I know. I I tweeted out today that uh, now that there's snow on the ground, does that mean I don't have to rake leaves? And the consensus is, yes, you do not have to rake leaves under the snow. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, so we are going to have to chop water and carry wood. That's it. So, that's exactly you know, that's right. The way it goes. Or wait till spring. One of the other. Yeah. <laughs> we wait for the seasons to take care of. There it. you go. We we have uh, sad news to report, and we want we. Yeah. But we're going to make uh, a positive statement about this because she would want us to. Uh, we are dedicating this show to a dear friend of the podcast, Vegas Jesse. Uh, she uh, passed away very unexpectedly this week. Uh, it is a great loss to the Las Vegas gymnastics community where she was just the center. I mean, she was an amazing person there. Uh, she uh, was a very generous liberal to uh, to our podcast specifically, but to lots of people. Uh, just an amazing woman. She was a contributor to Crooks and Liars where she wrote as left of center. And uh, her death was very unexpected, and uh, she leaves behind young children. Uh, it was a shock, and uh, what I was told by the mutual friend who let me know, and I've also been tweeting back and forth with her sister, with Vegas Jesse's sister, um, Vegas Jesse got to vote in Nevada. Yeah, and uh, she would have wanted all of us to keep going, keep fighting, uh, and uh, we uh, at the web at Crooks and Liars we said, you know, the thing that you can do in in Vegas Jesse's honor is vote, activate, tweet, postcards to voters, phone calls. You know, she yeah. was tireless and uh, did so much for uh, kids in her community. She was. Uh, boots on the ground, make the world a better place. And uh, I, I said on Twitter that, um, you know, we whatever happens in the great beyond, I will not say rest in peace about Vegas Jesse because wherever uh, she is, she is making that place better right now. And uh, that's the kind of woman she was. So, but I'm, I'm going to stay positive and uh, keep fighting in her memory and uh, I was I'm grateful that I got to know her uh, profession, well, professionally. And personally. She, ad she adopted our podcast. She did. She loved our podcast. <laughs> and that's a that's a really good. She sent us T-shirts. Um, she she had T-shirts made up um, for her uh, gymnastics camp. And she had a gymnastics uh, school that she was a part of. And made T-shirts for her gymnasts, and so she was. She would make us custom-made uh, cornfield resistance T-shirts for the kids, and uh, she was just an incredibly generous person. Um, and uh, we will miss her, but uh, I am inspired by her life uh, 
to just keep going and keep keep fighting for what's right and making the world a better place. That's what we can do. Um, getting into a discussion of whether life is fair is is for the dorm room. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing: death is fucking unfair sometimes. And uh, absolutely, that's the way it was this week. Death was unfair to take her from us. So, um, and, and that's what we mean when we say. Uh, all kidding aside, uh, chop wood and carry mm-hmm. one. It, it's it. You know, you you have your highs and you have your losses and you mourn your losses and you celebrate your victories and you keep going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this generation will pass and the next one will take over and they will keep going yep. and we will make mistakes and they'll look back on us and wonder how we could have been so foolish as we have done with previous. And you keep going. That's that's what that's what puts the progress in progressive. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. It's make the world a better place than you found it. And that means honestly fighting against really shitty people <laughs> who against impossible odds uh, with some of the finest people in the world at your side, who you may never meet in person. Right. We never met her in and person, but she was a friend, really a, a friend and ally and amazing person. Okay. Uh, the first thing you have here, Drift Glass on our podcast notes uh, is about Hello Fascist. Yes. Uh, well, little, but, a little bit of a setback in the Hello Fascist home delivery market. Yeah. After a tiny handful of idiots who speak for no one but themselves decided to pound on Tucker Carlson's front door and scare his family, the home delivery component of Hello Fascist has been set back to the uh, shop for a little bit of tweaking. However, the concept of publicly shaming public people who use their enormous public platform to wreck our country is still quite valid. Right. You don't go on their property. You don't, you don't bang on their door, but you do let them know in public arenas where everyone's allowed to be as loud as you want, that, that you don't want them there, that they're fucking the country up. And that, because if you don't, these people live in a bubble, right? Right. These people live entirely in a self-contained, incredibly wealthy bubble where they're never answerable for their actions. They're never answerable for what they do. Tucker Carlson gets a pat on the head from the people that run Fox News and a big fat check at the end of every month. And that's his life. And his life is spewing hate and divisiveness and bile and laughing at the idea of pipe bombs being sent to, to liberals, which he did. Yep. And and the whole raft of those people, the people who choose to work at Fox News are choosing to work for an actively, aggressively horrible, hate-mongering shithole. White nationalism, do- of white nationalism. Yeah. Yep. Also, using Tucker Carlson's words and yeah. and bringing them out of that bubble to where normal people can hear them and saying, mm-hmm. oh, my God, you, you really are that racist? You know, there there are a lot of bubbles, I think, on our side, too, where we don't watch Fox and we don't uh, abs- but we do. Well, but we don't absorb. I think I right. think progressives do put up a, a, a mental shield, which you know we need to, to not absorb what's going on there. But when you hear things like the racist robocall that right. that mentioned Oprah Winfrey and was so blatantly racist out loud, and you hear that, it it shocks normal people into realizing, oh. What we are fighting against is the Confederacy. We really are fighting right. against Jim Crow racism. And so, and and it, it's a, a Maryland necktie is put on it 
with the Tucker Carlson show, but it's the right. same thing. And so it's really important to bring out. I wish that these people who had pounded on Tucker Carlson's door had simply stood on the sidewalk or if he has a sidewalk, but or gone to outside Fox with placards of what he said, what how he laughed at George Soros for get, receiving a pipe bomb, how he you know put it out there. This is who he is. This is what and then go after his sponsors. And that's what we are doing. We're going to fight Tucker Carlson's money stream. Right. We're going to single handedly take down Fox News, just so you know. That's our plan. You can get on board That's with it. That's our plan. Okay. The professional plan. podcast I, is going. We have a lot of other people helping us with that, but I like those odds, baby. <laughs> I like those odds. Um, Media Matters has put out a list and a contact list of Fox News advertisers, and so uh, we'll be linking that at our Facebook page and website and our individual blogs, so that you can go and check that out and. Uh, Get started letting those companies know that you will you have seen them doing that. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. I want to mention that there are two separate interacting, interdependent bubbles that work together. Mm-hmm. One is the straight up racist uh, nightmare that is Fox News, well funded, on everywhere, on all day long, that works hand in glove with hate radio and the rest of the right wing media machine. But an equally pernicious enabler of that. This, the right wing machine could not possibly work if it if if it wasn't for Chuck Todd and Brett Stevens and David Brooks and George Stephanopoulos and and Peggy Noonan, the reasonable talking heads who already had their narrative down for this election before mm-hmm. the results were done, which was, well, first of all, it's not a blue wave because it can't be a blue wave unless um, Donald Trump disappears. Yeah, evaporates, right? <laughs> and, 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 there, and the Democrats win 150 seats and take the Senate, and Barack Obama is declared president by acclamation. And or Hillary only, Clinton, or Hillary Clinton, more likely um, Hillary Clinton, right? Or, or Franklin Roosevelt, for that matter. Um, <laughs> only yeah. under those circumstances, they just keep raising the bar of what it yeah. means to have succeeded in this election. And then they turn around and there was the, the nice thing about this election, other than the results and the, the wonderful list that we're going to talk about in a little bit of specific outcomes, is that it's a very clarifying election. Mm-hmm. It's yes, very it is. clear that we are two countries now. One country is progressive, forward looking, that really does want good schools and clean water and clean air and health care and all the rest for everyone. And one is a bitter, old, white, racist country hanging on by its fucking nails and is willing to cheat and lie and and terrify people and verbally terrorize people and prompt lunatics to send pipe bombs and spend a trillion dollars to hang on to power. And that's right. what's happening right now in Georgia, by the way. Right now in Georgia, the Republican Party is trying to cheat a black woman out of an election. And mm-hmm. they're doing it right out in the open and very publicly. And if this were a sane, healthy country, National Guard troops would be down there right now monitoring the election as if it were a third world country, which is what the fuck it is. Um and those two forces are now very clearly demarked from each other. Those are the two countries that that exist geographically within our continent. And the third party to this debate are the whinging, whining people who own the media, who keep insisting that, sure, maybe the Republican Party is a shitty, awful place, but it's up to the Democrats to fix it. Mm-hmm. And yep. somehow yep. their fingerprints aren't on it. We had nothing to do with it. The fuck you didn't. And not only is it up to the Democrats to fix it, but you have to fix it in the way prescribed by David Brooks. Yep. Well, by Re- and by Republicans and by reasonable right. Republicans. Right. You have to. You have to. Who will unify us? Why won't Obama lead? Well, fuck unity. 
These people don't want unity. Going back to the 90s, uh, Newt Gingrich made it perfectly clear that there's no way in the world they want to compromise with that, with us. Uh, Except no... Drift Class this week, Newt Gingrich said he was he regretted yes. uh, all that they did to Bill Clinton. Yes, you know, because because right. her and and Mitch McConnell said harassing presidents. We learned that wasn't a good we idea with Clinton. Really, and th- this is the party well, of Benghazi. Right, I was going to say you know, Benghazi, is... Solyndra, <laughs> Fast and Furious, IRS baby parts. Well, and, and this <laughs> is the, the point being you. Everything Republicans say is a lie. Everything Republicans (laughs) say is a self-serving lie based on two things. One, the fact that their base are meatheads who don't remember anything that happened yesterday, who will believe anything that comes out of flying out of. I was going to say, but but will believe any fear mongering that goes on because being afraid and terrified. The scaravan is is coming. Is the bait is. That's their level. Their yeah, ground level. That's the ground level. Yeah, and the idea is to give. Brett Stevens, something to write about for the New York Times about unity, about how, you know, it's a shame. You know, Democrats, this this was yesterday or today, that Democrats need to stop, you know, come down off the imaginary barricades and build bridges to the other side. That's our responsibility, Blue Gal. And Brett Stevens, again, if he were sitting here and I were able to waterboard him for just 45 <laughs> seconds, not in a way that damaged him permanently, just, just 45 seconds. At some point, you would blurt out that, yes, I do remember the Obama administration. Yes, I remember that you guys tried for eight years to find unity and build bridges, and my party told you to go fuck yourself. But that's not something that he or the House of Schulzberger will ever admit publicly in the op-ed page of the New York Times. They just lie, and they lie for a very specific reason. They they want to control the narrative and set expectations for Democrats so that we have to play by their rules. And if we keep playing by their rules, we will keep losing. We ran progressive candidates all over the country, candidates that were accurate and um, uh, tailored to their location. Exactly. Connected to their communities. And we won 35 seats approximately, give or take. And and counting. And counting. (laughs) And counting. And and let me, let's also be clear that uh, a whole lot of assholes were defeated Yes. Uh, on Tuesday night. Oh, so uh, many assholes. So, so many. many assholes. Chris Kobach, Chris Kobach is out. Chris- <laughs> you owe me a Coke now, beautiful. Scott Scott Walker's out. Yeah. Kim Davis is out. Oh, walk back to Scott Walker. And why can't he have a recount? Because he lost too big. Because <laughs> his own law says he doesn't get to have a recount. That's right. That's right. He passed. Make sure he would never lose power is guaranteeing that he's going to lose power. He's going to lose power. Of course, his his legislature in the, in the lame duck session, his people are trying to strip the governor governor's position of of all kinds of power. Yeah, sure. Well, so now that just, there's just, a Democrat in the office, sure, sure. Okay, Kim Davis is out, the Kentucky County Clerk, uh, who you know didn't want to sign gay marriage licenses. She's out. Uh, mm-hmm. Jason Lewis, who uh, complained he couldn't call women sluts anymore, uh, yeah. he's out. Uh, Dana Rohrabacher, uh, Putin's oh, favorite no. congressman. Is out. Oh, no. Oh, no. Dave Bratt is out. Uh, oh, Dave Bratt. Yeah, Dave you Bratt know. is out. And uh, mm-hmm. he was the poster child for the Tea Party. And right. uh, he's gone. Uh, Spanberger uh, said in her victory speech, we won an unwinnable district by doing exactly what every campaign should do. We focused on the needs of the people. That's yes. what the Democrats who won in the House did. Uh, yes. And... Um, so we've still got Ted Cruz, uh, which is 
kind of funny because um, <laughs> he's not somebody that even Republicans in Texas are terribly no. enthusiastic about. Uh, and uh, we also have Devin Nunez, but in a way, I think that is uh, divine justice. Yes, it really working is. Because now the House Ethics Committee run by Democrats uh, can shine a light where the sun don't usually shine. Well, on, I may on, use a uh, violent metaphor about uh, Devin Nunez. And this is <laughs> only intended metaphorically, not literally. Right. There is uh, an old wives tale that, you know, when, when a person during the French Revolution was guillotined, the brain would remain alive just long enough to see the body collapse. Oh. And that's what Devin Nunez is doing right now. Yeah. He's being allowed to remain alive politically just long enough to see everything he worked for die under him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's entirely appropriate. Yep. Um, and, and here's the thing about the loss in Texas. Uh, it was a close election. It was much closer than it should have been, yep. according to every prognosticator in the universe. It, and and Beto O'Rourke provided the rising tide that lifted a whole bunch of Democratic votes in Texas. Including he, in the courts, which is really yeah. amazing. They, they turned they flipped four district courts in texas flipped them to democrats yep that is remarkable um yeah and and elijah cummings has saved the i think it's 64 subpoenas that he yep. wanted to issue uh, as a yeah. uh, um, ranking member of the house oversight committee and devin nunez mm -hmm. said no we're not gonna do that no, no we don't want to talk so to he people. saved it they're in a drawer there in uh <laughs> In the committee office and uh, Elijah Cummings, I just hope every day for the first 64 days, he just pulls one out and says, oh, Devin Nunez, got another subpoena here. <laughs> and, and he pulls out a blank one and says, oh, Devin, what is your middle name exactly? <laughs> well, we're gonna put they need you to look at his texts. They need to yeah. look at his uh, oh, yeah. emails. Yep. But your emails, Devin Nunez, to Fox yeah. and to the White House and... Well, and that's that's another pundit, you know, fake Beltway pundit. And the reason I talked about the bubble people yeah. is it's really important that those people be publicly shamed. Too. Right, right. Because if they're not, if 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 Chuck Todd is not made incredibly uncomfortable putting liars and lunatics on his show and getting away with it, nothing's going to change. Right. Right. And we've tried the nice thing. We've tried the polite thing. We've tried the Obama thing for for a way too long, and it doesn't work. It works on the margins, but it does not work. It doesn't change anything substantively. Yep. Um, and I also just and, want to point out that uh -huh. Trey Gowdy and Daryl Issa yeah. retired. They're gone. Yeah. Yeah. They ran and that's, away. That's, you know, that's not a victory for us in terms of winning an election against them. They just ran away. Yeah. We drove them we out. Drove them I mean, out. We drove them out. They were driven and, out by their own crimes. <laughs> And my point being, pundits that the now, other than the, it's not really a blue wave. Yeah. You know, Democrats need to work better. Yeah, you know, this is this is good news for John McCain. Right. You know, this is the, right. the whole bullshit. You know, everything the Democrats, every time Democrats win, it's somehow good news for the Republican Party because that's the narrative that that the people who have their boot on the throat of our media demand that their employees say when facing a camera. Mm -hmm. But the the other one is well, you could either have investigations or you could pass legislation. You, you know, if you if you're only doing investigations, you're not doing legislation. Then then America, who, because these people obviously know what's going on in America, uh, won't stand for it. Which is 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 just shows how far their brain has rotted. Adorable, because <laughs> is the word have, I would use. Have, <laughs> because Democrats have been out of power long enough that these people don't remember what legislating and oversight looks yeah. like. 
We're just used to Republicans behaving like vandals and thugs and criminals and getting away with well, it. And, ad- and admitting it. it. Look, Michelle right. Bachman, at the beginning of the Obama administration, promised that there would be nothing but investigations. Right. That, was, that was she was goal. bragging about it. So uh, I have no problem. I think in 2011, when 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 the 2010 elections flipped the House to Republicans with huge gains, and the Michelle Bachman argument. said, "We should have nothing but investigations." Yeah. Yes, because we don't want to govern. No, I mean, governing obviously. is is not what we do anymore. We we just want to make liberals cry by running a bunch of show trials and witch hunts, and that's what they did. That's and how they governed, the quote unquote. We yes. can do both. Yes, we know how to craft legislation and shape public policy that, let's face it, will die in the Senate. Yep, and at the same time, run actual trials and actual hearings that involve actual uh, crimes the article <laughs> the article 1 branch of government doing oversight over the executive branch which is which is what it is specifically empowered to do yeah. and it's been so long since again our pundits have ever have, have seen anyone do that uh with the purpose of restoring the constitution that the republicans have been using as ass paper for decades <laughs> that they don't they don't remember why that why anyone would do that that's so foreign to them now and we will have to re-educate our pundits um either with the gentle end of the stick or the pointy end of the stick but it is really important not to lose sight of the fact that it's not just fox news it's not just hate radio it's not just regular press it's all the quibbling enablers all the appeasers uh, who keep their jobs on the op-ed pages and in, in the media by being centrist, by straddling the fence, by whining about how Democrats aren't cleaning up their horse shit fast enough. Yep. And they've always done this. Anyone with a memory remembers this is exactly how they do this every time Democrats achieve power. They complain that Democrats aren't tidying up fast enough or to their specifications. And it really is time for us to Jim Acosta our yep. pundits. To not give the microphone right. back, to to demand to know why the fuck does David Brooks still have a job? Why is Brett Stevens allowed to collect another goddamn paycheck when it's clear that he he knows nothing about anything? And and just FYI, blue gal, I, I'm working on a post right now. I'm going back to the Women's March. You remember the Women's March, don't you? No. Yeah. When's, when was that? Yeah, it was like a thousand <laughs> years ago. Yeah. And the number of pundits. Uh, Mr. Brooks is the top of that list who are completely dismissive of the Women's March. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. The, ladies in handbags and and hats, and apparently they're enamored of the name pussy. And oh, yeah, it won't get anything done. It'll never go anywhere. You know, these people aren't serious. Um, it's important to remember that, by and large, the most the most highly paid, well respected uh, pundits in America, the people who command. Uh, the center stage, the people who command the spotlight are almost always wrong about almost everything. Yep. And there's a reason for that because they are there to sell a very comforting narrative, a very comforting fairy tale to a few hundred thousand of their very wealthy benefactors. And that's it. That's what they're there and for. We, not- we are we are now going to find out mm-hmm. uh, what it is like to have a House of Representatives with a hundred more women in it. Yeah. <laughs> Representation matters. It really does. Representation yeah. matters. And it is in large part, and, and women of color and women, gay women and Native American women and on and on and on. Uh, representation matters. And Donald Trump is not going to be able to repeal Obamacare. No. Uh, he's not going to get his wall no. under any circumstances. 
Uh, he is not going to have cover from the Republican House. Uh, and uh, Democrats now hold the federal government's checkbook. So uh, there is a lot of power that has been lost. And Donald Trump does not know how government works. No, at all. Uh, and he does not know how law works. And uh, he's about to find out. He's had a, he's had a two-year honeymoon with a Republican House covering for him, and that is over. Uh, and it, I expect to see a lot of smoke and noise in the next in the lame duck. You know, there's going to be a lot of sure. uh, efforts to uh, protect Trump and solidify power. But uh, these indictments are going to come one way with that, with or without Mueller. These indictments are going to come. Well, and, and Trump is Trump is coping. Is in, yeah, Trump is coping with the loss of his you know supine footstool House of Representatives by basically right. saying, "Well, I still have the Senate, and they'll do whatever the fuck I tell them." And he said he would take a warlike posture if the Democrats attempt to do anything to investigate his administration. He said they could play that game. We can play it better because we have a thing called the United States Senate, you know, which is, hey, just put a collar on him, call him your bitch. I was going to say, because the, the, the acting AG, people are, are pointing this out today, the acting AG that Trump appointed who is, does not have Senate confirmation, he's telling Mitch McConnell, you don't matter. Right. You have no power over me, and you don't yeah. matter. Your, and, your and institution doesn't matter. Yeah. That 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 little story, I don't know if it's going to last a couple of days, and then this guy's going to go away, or they're going to fight for him. I don't know. But the idea that this guy, that they absolutely didn't vet him at all. Oh, yeah. Nobody looked into anything he did. Nobody looked into the scam he ran that ripped off people for their life savings. Nobody bothered to check that he said incredibly insane, stupid, crackpot, right-wing shit in favor of Donald Trump. That yeah. Trump says, I did. I never met the guy. I, I never met him. the guy when two days then, ago he he knew him really well. <laughs> and then last year, I know him. He's a great guy. He's got soft, loving hands, and he's massaging yeah. me so yeah. very well. And then everyone just like, well, okay, Donald Trump lied again. That's what. Let's let's see. Well, That's it's how many Scaramucci's will he last, yeah. and how yeah. soon before he's a coffee boy? Yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. And he looks the part because he looks like a skinhead. He, he looks does. like a right wing <laughs> fucking skinhead, a Nazi. A, you know the guy who who uh, Harrison Ford punched into the propeller blades. <laughs> you know, minus the mustache. You're terrible. He's that guy. All right, Drift, let's saying, get to some election results because I want to personally thank all the people on Twitter who credited us yes. personally yes. with uh, removing Governor Hedge Fund from office. Yes. We'll take that. We. <laughs> take that we didn't do it but if jb pritzker wants to write us a check that'd sure. be fine <laughs> it's not soros money but it's still pretty good money <laughs> pritzker money is good that's a good dollar uh, really well. yeah. jb pritzker is going to bring much needed change to illinois yes. and uh, i am sorry that billionaires are the ones that are getting elected governor I, that we, uh, we we uh, noticed that uh, ms ocasio cortez uh, announced today that she cannot afford rent in Washington, D.C. until she starts to get her House of Representatives paycheck. Yep. That is what happens when working people get elected to public office. Yep. And uh, they're working it out. They're they're making arrangements. But it's I mean, that's news. It is. Uh, and so it is unfortunate that uh, there is so much money in politics right now that uh, it is billionaires and millionaires and and millions of dollars going to Marsha Blackburn's campaign in Tennessee from the NRA. Yeah, yep. <sighs> I, I feel for the victims of all the shootings that have happened, right. you know, in my lifetime. 
uh, people are really at their end with thoughts and prayers. But Marsha Blackburn is also at her end with thoughts and prayers. I don't know if you noticed this, Drift Bus, yes, but I did. she was asked about the most recent shooting in California. And uh, she skipped the thoughts and prayers and went straight to the Second Amendment. <laughs> and yeah, uh, that was stupid. That was evil. And uh, she is officially the stupidest, evilest United States senator uh, for this coming term in my book. Which is, which is a hell of a field. I mean, to it's rise to the top of that field is, is quite and an accomplishment. And to do it before you've been uh, sworn in is, is quite an accomplishment there, Marsha. Uh, but uh, yeah, there, and I expect to see many more foot and mouth errors from her in the next two years. Uh, Drift class, we, we did get the governorship. We, we passed a tax increase here in we Springfield did. for schools. We passed a sales tax increase. That is a remarkable, uh, victory for the schools in this district. It is. Uh, what else, what else happened? <laughs> we, the, per, the person, Betsy Londrigan, who you worked so hard for Drift class, I did. Uh, lost by uh, a couple thousand votes, 4,000 votes. 3,700 3, at last 3, count. 3,700 at last count. Across yeah. uh, like 12 counties. Um, 14 counties, actually. Yeah, this, is a, this is a long uh, – she carried Sangamon County. We live in Sangamon County. She carried Sangamon County by like 4,000 votes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I, 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 I walked for her. I knocked doors for her. I handed out literature um, not because, A, her mom would kill me if I didn't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and B, because she's a really good candidate and I, and what she did, I believe in. And here's the thing. This is something that every person should go through at least once. And you and I have been through this many times. Um, losing. Yeah. Uh, she ran against a dopey liar who tried to take my kids' health care away, mm-hmm. who lied about it repeatedly, who got laughed at during the debates. Uh, and she ran a, a pretty close to perfect campaign. I, I can't think of it. I can't think of any major gaffes at all. She was well-prepared. She was personable. She campaigned everywhere. She went up and down. She held the nine district. town halls over yeah. all over the district. She, While her opponent held zero and zero. actively yeah. avoided talking to his constituents. And every time he talked to them, he lied to them. Uh, he got laughed at. She got the endorsement of the State Journal Register, which shocked them. I know that, that really surprised them that they got the endorsement of our, let's face it, right-leaning paper in this town. Um, and she played the hand she had about as well as possibly it could have been played. She got uh, she got Barack Obama to endorse her. She got both senators. Tammy Duckworth came in last week to to pose with her and talk to her and fire up the troops. Uh, Dick Durbin was there. Dick Durbin's wife practically lived in the campaign office. Um, uh, uh, John Lewis, for God's sake, came to town just mm-hmm. to put his arm around her and bless our little endeavor and say, this is my, this is my candidate. You guys get out there. You know, my, and he lent the enormous dignity and credibility of his name to her campaign. Um, it was well enough funded. I don't think they ever ran out of money. The staff was young and energetic. They did a couple of silly things that I, I thought were adorable, like putting me in neighborhoods where no one's going to answer the door when I come to the door. <laughs> Hey, it's a six foot eight white guy, yeah, uh, middle aged white guy with a clipboard who looks knock, like knock, a knock. parole officer. <laughs> you yeah. really do look like a cop. I do. I look like a cop. <laughs> and coming to your door, especially like on a Sunday. And but I met amazing people. I mean, th- what th- this is a little bit of sort of personal narrative. I'll take a little bit of uh, of my David Brooks time away, and <laughs> and talk about. I met amazing people. I mm-hmm. met people who told me to get the fuck out of their neighborhood. Yep. Uh, but that was a guy uh, in in this in this particular case I'm thinking of who who owns basically a corner. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. he's, he's the guy that stands on the corner and he and he thinks he's badass. I lived in Chicago, dude. You're not you're not trouble. You just think you are. But that's all he's got. All he's got is is sort of working that corner and and leering at strangers and telling him to get the fuck out of my neighborhood. And that's it. So, you know, no harm, no foul. I asked him if he was registered and he just gave me a dirty look. But I met all kinds of interesting people. I met rich people and poor people. I met a wonderful woman who sat on her porch presiding over a whole bunch of kids. Uh, she was their auntie in, in some cases or great aunt or whatever. A poor house, blown out door. She and I talked about government and Jesus and voting rights for half an hour. Wonderful person. Um, and, and But nobody on my little list uh, that they hand out. You go to this neighborhood and knock on these doors. Nobody on my list lived in that house anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. And that happened a lot in a lot of the poor neighborhoods. I went to a place where the parolees are let out. That's sort of their halfway house. The guy did greet me at the door with, are you the parole officer? No, I'm not parole officer. <laughs> No, I'm here to, and I, but I got, I gave him, was able to give him information about how to register to vote. He's a nice guy. Uh, he was up on the issues. He had no idea where the people that were on my list had gotten to, but I would not have visited so many different places in such a short period of time if I hadn't worked on a campaign. And for that, I'm incredibly grateful yep. because I got a real feel for how radically diverse this community is, Yeah, how uh, entitled the rich people are. Not they, they weren't standing on their lawn sneering at me. They they were perfectly nice. How extraordinarily well prepared the working class African American neighborhoods are. Uh, when I went into them, I t- the people I talked to had a plan. They had early voted. Uh, the nice little old woman named Annie in her eighties came to the door. I could barely make her out through the screen. She was in a wheelchair and on oxygen. I felt like terrible for disturbing her, but she wanted. To, she loved talking politics, so we talked politics for a little bit. Uh, but she had early, she had absentee voted and been doing that for years. Uh, people were waiting for their sister to come pick them up and drive them or their mom to come pick them up and drive them or had just dropped their kids off. That neighborhood gave me such life. Yep. And then the poor neighborhoods, people were just, you know, didn't have their act together. They had other things to do. There were abandoned homes with people maybe living in them who didn't answer the door when I knocked. They got real quiet. Yeah. And then I went away. And if only those people could be activated. And 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 here's the thing. I campaigned for Betsy because she wanted to make everyone in this picture better. Right, right. She wanted the people in in the really sort of downtrodden, beaten down neighborhoods. She wanted them to have health care. She wanted them to have good schools. And she wanted them to have a future. Yep. And it, it kills me that she lost a, a race which she ran perfectly. Uh, but then again, you lose. Yeah. Sometimes you just no way to win because that's the district you live in. I, I lived in in Jan Schakowsky's district for 25 years. Yep. Um, Jan Schakowsky won every race between 65 and 75 percent of the say, vote. She doesn't, every time. she doesn't have any uh, need to campaign in her no. district no. whatsoever. No. She will win until the rapture or <laughs> until she retires. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's, that's what she's going to do. So, so there really isn't any need for someone like me to uh, volunteer and knock doors in Chicago. Politics is very, um, routinized. Right. Um, Rachel Maddow was talking to Elijah Cummings the other night about his new role as the house oversight chairman. And she congratulated him on his win. And it was like, yeah, he's, he's in this overwhelmingly democratic district in Maryland where he won by like an 80 percent, you know, whatever it was. But he didn't right. he didn't focus his time on making sure 
you know, nail biter was going to happen, right? He wasn't up late election night wondering if he was going to be reelected. No. Uh, there are there are Democrats who are in very safe districts. There are Republicans oh, yes. who are in safe districts. It is amazing to me that the House gained, a, you know, over 30 seats, given the gerrymandering that Republicans uh, forced us and to face, suppression. right? And, and voter, voter suppression. suppression. Yeah. So uh, really, this was a good week for Democrats, and we should embrace that, and that should be the narrative. Um, well, and, and here's, yeah. can I add one more thing? Yeah. The reason that Stacey Abrams is so close and that, she, let's face it, she mm-hmm. won. Stacey Abrams is, should be, by all rights, the governor of Georgia now. Right. Uh, she's having her, the election stolen from her. And there's some hope in my heart as of this hour that the recounts and, and the, the lawyers involved will actually get the uh, counting of the vote correct and that she will be the governor there. But she spent the last, what, five years mm-hmm. doing voter registration, right. voter out. That was her cause. And the the way that you build a district like ours and take it away from people like Rodney Davis and give it to people like Betsy is you you start tomorrow doing voter registration in those neighborhoods where they've never seen someone like me before. Right, right. And you go door to door and say, I want to register you to vote. I want to show you how to get online and check your registration. I want to make sure that you are ready next time. And you spend the next two years using the political machinery that you built for this election, getting those people, every able-bodied, democratic, liberal-leaning, left-of-center person in every neighborhood that thinks the election has nothing to do with them or their vote doesn't count or, or had never been reached out to before, get in those neighborhoods and make those people aware of the fact that you care about them that you want to make their lives better. And the, and one thing they can do is register to vote and vote in 2020. That's how you change a district like that. Cause they're out there. The people are out there. Um, I don't know what to do about these surrounding farm communities that are full of old white bigots. Except to just declare no war on what. Fox news in their advertisers. Yes. That's, and that brings us back right. to our theme today. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Chop wood, carry water. That's right. Uh, we got to do a news roundup a little bit. Yes. And, and just thank everybody for all the work you did. All the work you did on, during this election, we have heard from so many of you. Uh, we've heard uh, lots of uh, testimony that you've met people as well, and you've worked on things and made phone calls and written postcards and so forth. And uh, we're right there with you and and onward. Uh, this is a, a family affair. <laughs> mm-hmm. So thank you for all you've done. Um, May I make one prediction, Blue yeah. Gal? That within a month, the following things will be forgotten by everyone but you and me. The caravan yeah. is already forgotten. Yeah, the caravan is gone. Yep. MAGA bombing campaign? What's that? <laughs> White supremacists murdering people for being black? What? Mohammed Ben Salman? Who's that? Yeah. And there's there's probably a hundred more, but off the top of my head, those are the ones that can come oh, up Oh, Ryan Zinke. Oh, yes. Who's Ryan that? Zinke. Zinke Who's that? <laughs> what did he do? Did he have a yeah. job? Jeff Sessions? Want- I don't know who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Wasn't he the sales manager at Sears? It's so yeah. sad that he got laid off. <laughs> as a so sad. Oh, by the way, uh, I'd like to thank Samantha B's writers for borrowing from me this they week. They did. Cool. Well, they it, really it did. was great minds think alike at the very least. Yes, it was. Yeah, at the very least. But it was awfully close to being, oh, we, there's a funny joke that Drift Glass wrote. We'll just work it into your monologue. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so Jeff Sessions was was you're fired, as they say at yeah. Mock Paper Scissors. 
and as a consolation prize to the fundamentalists, the Trump administration issued a pair of federal rules that allow some employers to deny insurance coverage for contraception to their employees on religious or moral grounds. Uh, we'll yeah. see how that works out for them. Uh, yeah, uh, Donald Trump tried to invoke is invoking national security <laughs> in order to claim some new power. <laughs> to that deny contraception before. to women who work at Hobby Lobby. Yeah, again. Yes, well, right. And, and and to deny asylum to virtually any immigrant who crosses the border yeah, illegally. Yeah, that's not going to happen either. There's that's already you know these some of these lawyers just sort of uh, shrug their shoulders and say, yeah, we were expecting this, and ACLU is right on it. You know this. Yeah. this has been a very very good time for the American Civil Liberties Union. Uh, Trump suspended the White House press credentials of CNN's Jim Acosta. He went full Nixon on this one. You never go full Nixon. There is talk now that all of this was planned, that the intern was planted, that she invaded Jim Acosta's personal space, which she did. uh, And the uh, Infowars speeded up the video of that to make it look like Jim Acosta chopped her in the arm when he didn't. Uh, And Sarah Huckabee Sanders is now using Infowars videos to uh, defend herself. Um. It's it's and rather than, it's shocking. Uh, and rather than just saying you lying bint, yep. Uh, uh, the the mainstream media is obligingly going over the two versions, like the Sapruder tape. Yeah. Well, here in frame forty three, we no 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 no. Everything that they say is a lie. If you don't begin with that predicate, you're you're you you're already seated half the right, field. Right. Whatever comes out of Sarah Sanders' Sarah mouth Sanders is going is to be a, a lie. liar. Yes. Right. Right. Period. Um, Ryan Zinke is as as uh, Blue Guy mentioned is going to get kicked out of the uh, Secretary of Interior role. He's going to leave. Uh, Ward has it; he'll be replaced by the Hamburglar because President Stupid once saw the Hamburglar on TV. Right. Robert Mueller's team has begun writing its final report. Trump Jr. has told friends he expects to be indicted by Mueller soon, and uh, President Stupid is said to be depressed by this fact. Yeah. Yeah. Womp womp. Um, this election had historically high turnouts for a midterm, and young voters. Young voters, um, uh, they, they up their game and they voted Democratic. And there's nothing we can say other than keep up the good work. Bring two friends next time. And yep. when it is a presidential election next time and people Bring are more interested, I mean, that just is the fact. Uh, those of you that are experienced voters will be able to help those who aren't. So help the youngers. Uh, get them in the habit. Help the youngers. We always say that at our house. as a mother and a patriot. I have to well, say that's, that's help what, the youngers. That's what youngest child used to do at her school. Yeah. Oh, no. There's a rule at the school that youngers go first. Yep. Yep. Uh, NBC aired an incredibly racist anti-immigration political ad. Uh, approved by Trump right before the election, after airing the ad, after airing the ad, NBC and Fox pulled it. Uh, CNN uh, rejected the ad outright, right, saying this ad is racist. Thank you. The federal appeals court ruled that that Trump cannot end DACA. Can't do it. Sorry. Uh Uh-uh. Loser. Go away. They also, they also, uh, the court stopped the uh, Keystone XL pipeline. Oh, Again, so that is still in the courts and that is still happening. Uh, they've stopped it. Uh, Trump's deployment of troops to the U.S.-Mexico border is ex- estimated to cost $220 million by the end of the year. Worth every penny of it. That, the caravan has been stopped. We, we can do, This Flush. is Grenada all over again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's oh, shit. We can't Let's afford stay- health insurance. We can't afford food stamps. We can't afford uh, schools. 
but we but can afford 220 million to stage a fake war, wag the dog for uh, to make our base scared enough to vote in a midterm. Okay. Uh, Donald Trump dismissed his own administration's national climate assessment. He didn't read the report. Of course not, because he's a uh, illiterate who doesn't read anything. But he said he believes climate change will probably change back. You know, climate uh, goes up, goes down, left, right, who knows? And that's the president of the United States. Uh, the Republican Party is the only political party in the world, uh, major political party that denies climate change. Yeah. Period. Uh, Christine Blasey Ford continues to be the target of constant harassment and death threats after accusing Brett Kavanaugh of sexual assault. She cannot go back to work uh, and she has had to move four times. Yeah. You know what? Tucker Carlson didn't have to move. Nope. The EPA has removed more than 80 climate change websites at the direction of President Stupid. So, you know, if you if as long as you can just pretend the problem doesn't exist, uh, you get to be a Republican. Yeah. We already talked about turning the tables on Democrats. Oh, yeah. He, uh, and- he, he thinks that the Senate is going to investigate the House uh, Democrats, the Republican yeah. Senate. That, that should be fun. fun. Ted Cruz. We're talking about Ted Cruz. Beto O'Rourke, you ran a great campaign. Uh, down ticket. Awesome. Next time, next time, next time. But really, um, and Ted Beto Cruz, became a national political figure. He did. He really did. He really and did. he didn't, again, he didn't do anything that blew it. No, it's like, imagine if Barack Obama's, uh, uh, convention speech in 2004 lasted for 16 months. That was Beto O'Rourke's campaign. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was. And, uh, he's, you know, he's got a future. He can he can pretty much name the path that, that whatever path he wants. Um, well, I feel like I that's know. the case of, of Betsy Dirksen Londrigan, too, from the standpoint of locally. Uh, she chooses the cause and she's got an army behind her that's ready to march. So, she does. you know, I, I feel that way. Yeah. Uh, Democrats flipped seven governorships and counting uh, yes. in Georgia. Republicans are openly attempting to steal the election from Stacey Abrams. Uh, cartoon villain Brian Kemp <laughs> purged 1.5 million voters from the rolls uh, from two, 2016 to 2018. The state also shut down 214 polling places. Brian Kemp belongs in jail. Uh, there were voting machines that didn't have power cords uh, delivered with them. Um, there is just so much crap going on there that uh, it really is time for a change in how we govern elections. Again, the, the federal troops should be down there mm-hmm, overseeing mm-hmm, this because you mm-hmm. cannot trust Republican governments to yep. conduct fair elections. You just can't. And and the only way that they're ever going to do it is if they're forced to do it, frankly, at the point of a, a federal bayonet. Yep. Um, and uh, the first- by the way, did you hear that there's another uh, Brooks Brothers riot going on in Broward County? In Florida? Uh, in, the park, in the parking lot what? of the Broward County Board of Elections, there are yeah. people chanting, lock her up, about the election uh official who's in charge, who is an African-American woman, of course, uh, who has pointed by Jeb Bush. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, of course, of course, she's, uh, you know, a Democrat plant who uh, right. is and there are ugly, ugly, racist signs against her. And uh, they are chanting, lock her up and chanting and the recount. Uh, there are lawsuits uh, on the part of the walking dead former governor <laughs> trying to become senator. Rick Scott, who uh, wants to stop the counting of votes. Uh, it, it's really absurd. Count every vote is our mantra. Uh, don't get into the weeds with any of their other arguments. Just count every vote. Uh, the uh, first openly gay man was elected governor in Colorado. Jared Polis will also be the first the state's first 
Jewish governor. We have friends out in Colorado and family, I just, right? I just visited there, so you're welcome. Uh, I'm glad I could give it the old special uh, <laughs> love bump. Here, here's the thing. Uh, in Springfield, where we live, uh, the streets are festooned, which is a good word you should look up, with um, uh, slot machine signs, video poker signs. Every goddamn restaurant you go to has a little sad corner where people go and put money into slot machines. Uh, every every convenience store seems to have you know lottery bullshit on the corner. I went to Colorado. I visited a number of cities when I was out there. Not a zillion, but I visited a bunch. Um, they know how to do tourism really well. Not I didn't see a single one. There might be a whole bunch of them in hiding someplace beyond you know over the over the front range. I don't know, but marijuana. <laughs> Has made a very big difference, and fracking, to be honest. But yeah. marijuana has made a huge difference in the uh, Colorado economy. A huge difference. Um, and they, and uh, J.B. Pritzker wants to uh, legalize recreational marijuana in Illinois. Yep. I think a lot of states are, are looking at that and saying, why are we trashing our economy with gambling when... Why uh, are we shooting ourselves in the foot? Marijuana so brings, stupid. brings revenue yeah. uh, and... Uh, Gets gets rid of nonviolent offenders in our right. in our prison system. It's win 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 win. Yeah. Win, win. yeah. yeah. Uh, as we said, uh, Laura Kelly, woman Democrat, defeated Chris Kobach in the Kansas governor's race, and Sharice Davis is the first openly LGBTQ Kansan Native American elected to Congress. Uh, she was on Rachel Maddow last night uh, talking about how one of the Amazing. things she wanted to accomplish was to let people know that Kansas was full of people like her, not full of people like Chris Kobach, not full of people like Sam Brownback. Kansas is full of good people like her. And, and that's a good message to have. It is. It's, it's really is. It's what we try to do in our own little way here is, is just let people know as loud as we can, you know, like, like the who's in Whoville mm -hmm. uh, in Horton. Here's a who we are here. We are here. We are here. Yes. Um, we're, you're not alone. You're not abandoned. You're not isolated. Uh, there are millions of people like you out there, and we are all on the same team, and we're all pulling in the same direction. Florida voters reinstated voting rights for an estimated 1.5 million former felons. And I wrote postcards to voters for that uh, yes, ballot did. issue for to Florida. So Again, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> A lot of people did, but that was one of the postcards to voters. Uh, that was the issue that, that was selected to uh, send postcards to voters about that issue. And so there's, um, a, there's a nice thing about this election in that um, results like that keep sort of coming onto my radar. It's not that they just happened. Mm -hmm. It's just that I noticed them. It's like opening up. It's like Christmas morning. Mm -hmm. And you think you're out of presence, but no, there's another present. Oh, my God. Florida reinstated 1.5 million people to their voting rights. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, 111 women were elected to Congress, including Muslim women. Yeah. Um, including including uh, gay women, Native Americans. It's just it it's it's finding all these delightful changes that are happening just below sort of the dead hand of the pundits saying Democrats blew it. Uh, there was no blue wave. Uh, and, and even if you did win, your job is to build bridges uh, yeah. as my party tries to burn them down. Your job is to keep trying to build them to our specifications. Yeah. And then you turn around and find out that um, Kim Davis, the Kentucky County clerk who defied the Supreme Court and went to jail because she hates gay people, uh, lost her election. Yep. Uh, for, uh, to, for Rowan County Clerk. Yeah, and Illinois has, Illinois has a black attorney general. Uh, Minnesota has a black attorney general. There are there are places where that representation is so important. It's going to change. It is going to change beneath the surface of what we s sort of think about in terms of government. 
that kind of representation makes makes really important changes in the way things are done and improvement. I mean, this is going to make things better. Uh, on the other hand, Trump once told Michael Cohen that he thinks black people are too stupid to vote for him. <laughs> I think I think too smart might be the right uh, he choice. He suggested that all countries run by blacks are shitholes. Cohen also claimed that Trump remarked that only the blacks could live like this as they drove through a rougher Chicago neighborhood in the early 2000s. I agree with Shakespeare's sister that that was leaked before the election to show bigots that Donald Trump and the Republican Party yes. are your thing. Absolutely. That was that was not intended to embarrass Donald Trump because he does not have that no. gene. He is not capable of that. It was intended to tell all the white supremacists out there that he's it was Ronald Reagan talking about young bucks yep. and welfare yep. queens. Yep. Was letting him know he's on your side. Donald Trump is, Trump a, is, is a one of you. And a, and he's a, one of you. He's one of yep. you, just like you. Um, and then he turned around and blamed journalists for creating violence, creating all country. that violence. Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. And, and just today, just today, just today. Donald Trump criticized Mueller because why? Because he wasn't Senate confirmed. Why didn't they get him Senate confirmed? Because that's not how it works. Lawrence O'Donnell asked on Twitter, does he really think his voters are this stupid? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Lawrence. Yeah, he does. He's been been scamming rubes his whole life. (laughs) That's his his business model. That's his business model. He, He is this dumb. And the only party he could lead in, the, in probably in, in the it, certainly among Western democracies is the American Republican Party, who are full of people who are just dumber enough than Donald Trump to think he's a genius. Yeah, yeah. Hey, each week we post to our Facebook page and website an Internet Kitty sent in by you, the listeners. This week's Internet Kitty is Eloise. And Eloise <laughs> is a kitten. She's just a little kitten, but she is seen okay. at our website and Facebook page biting in the neck of a 75-pound Weimaraner, Lily. They pretend fight. But when little kitten Eloise says, this giant pet bed belongs to me, you better yield to her power. <laughs> you may visit the powerful kitten Eloise and her defeated foe, Lily, at our Facebook page and website. And you can send your internet kitty to us at our email address, proleftpodcast at gmail.com, where we, you can also write to both of us. Feel free to write us. We do love hearing from you. Be aware that if you write us at any of our addresses, we reserve the right to read your email or U.S. Postal Service. Go, Postal Unions! Letter on the air, unless you say otherwise. Don't forget our gourmet coffee guideline. If you can afford to buy an espresso-based beverage for yourself, and it is getting cold and snowy out, I know I know you guys are out there buying lattes. You should be thinking, oh, yes. I need to go home and donate five bucks to the Professional F Podcast because they could use a latte too. Remember, this is not charity. This is our job. Approximately 1% of our listeners support this podcast with a contribution, and you can too. See our website, proleftpod.com, for details. We have PayPal, postal address information, uh, GoFundMe, a Patreon, anything, any way that you are most comfortable donating. It's all there at proleftpod.com. Please share our show on Facebook or Twitter, and thank you for doing that. Hey, Drift Glass, how are the Internet Kitties doing this week? Oh, Blue Gal, the Internet Kitties cannot find it in their hearts to be sad that Jeff Sessions got sacked. Let's think about living. Let's think about loving. Let's think about the hooping and the hopping and the bopping and the loving, loving, dubbing. Let's forget about the whining and the crying, the shooting and the dying, and the fellow with a switchblade knife. Let's think about living. Let's think about life. 
Professional Left podcast is recorded under a Creative Commons license. Copyright 2018, DGBG Productions Incorporated.